How's it going? Okay, so if you're hearing this, you're probably like, what's going on? Why are you talking to me like this? Uh, well, so we, we, we went through a rebrand. We originally were, speaking of which, we're now Drunken Book Club. But I wanted to keep old episodes alive. So here are the episodes before the main update to Drunken Book Club. These are, you know, episodes that we did on a bunch of different books before we rebranded to Drunken Book Club. I keep referring to us as Drunken Book Club, but also reference speaking of which, which is the old podcast. So there we are. Also, our new socials for this are at DBC underscore pod for Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Drunken Book Club. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's only a dollar a month, and you can tell us what books to read. All right, well, that's it. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club? Or even, hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees. Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Monkey March Madness on Speaking of Which. I, and this is Drunken Book Club. I'm your chest-poundingly, cum-covered back, silverback, Christopher the Rupal, joined with... I knew you were going to make that joke. (laughs) Uh, I always make that joke whenever I talk about silverbacks. The uh, grooming... The back of your head, Sam. <laughs> and this, we, did we have a lot of problems trying to find a monkey book? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so about two weeks ago, I ordered a Ghost of Fear Street book, The Tale of the Blue Monkey, because I thought that'd be the perfect book for Monkey March Madness. But it it still hasn't even come in. I ordered it, like, I, or, I ordered it from a, a, a person I like on eBay, Thrifty Books. They always come on, like, a relatively good time, you know, really fast. And I was like, oh, shit, yes, it's coming. It's almost here. But no, it was delivered. It was from Phoenix, and then it went to Dallas for some reason. And we're, yes. not, we're not far from Phoenix. Yeah. We're and, two hours away. And it's not in Thrifty Book's fault. Cause it's they, not. No, no, I would never blame them. Because they sent it to the right place. They sent it. For some reason, it's just sitting in Dallas right now. It's sitting in Dallas. I haven't checked it for a bit, but it's still in there. I even ordered a second one to see if it could arrive on time, and it did not arrive on time. So maybe next March, Monthly Madness. Uh, you know, we can read it. We can read it another time. We'll have two copies. We'll have two copies. I, I mean, I'll probably sell one of the copies of Bookman's. Mm. I'll probably keep the better of the two. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, we were gonna read that one, and then. I had a fear that it wasn't going to come in time, so me and Sam went to Bookman's uh, to find a monkey book in the young adult area, and we had found two books. We have found The Case of the Masked Monkey, a Hardy Boys book, but I I want to save a Hardy Boys book for July because of how homoerotic it is. June. June, thank you, June. Uh, because it is very homoerotic. Like I read Sam two parts from the first chapter of the Curse of the or the Mass Monkey, and Sam was like, "That's pretty gay." 
Well, you also thought that was pretty gay, too. Well, I mean, I read them to you because I thought they were pretty gay. Yeah, but I confirmed, yeah. Yes. Uh, and then we were like, fuck it, let's go with the easier of the two. Because, hey, we should go easy on this one. Uh, for the fact that we only had, like, one day, really, one or two days to read this. We had 48 hours. 48 hours to read one children's book. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took me less than an hour to finish this I, and I, do my notes. I literally read it... At the beginning of my shift, and then it was like 40 minutes later. And I was like, oh, now I have nothing to do. Yeah, it is... It, we Okay, I didn't even say what book we read. Magic Treehouse number 26, Good Morning Gorillas. That's right, it's our second gorilla book, our second Magic Treehouse book. And Sam's cupping her boobs because she's just, she's just doing what the cover's doing. I'm aping the page. <laughs> Oops. So, Sam, what were you expecting? What were your predictions on what this book was going to be about? Um, did, you, did you write that down or no? I didn't, but I could tell you because I know yeah. what I was expecting. Okay, go ahead. So I was expecting, basically, they run into gorillas, they have fun gorilla fun time, and then they get back. Wow, you, you were pretty spot on on that <laughs> prediction, weren't you? I mean, it's Magic Treehouse. They're not, yeah. they're not complicated books. You know what? Okay, we read one in December. We read uh, the first of the Maryland Adventures or whatever. Yeah. This is like a little bit before. I don't remember where. No, it's a little after that. Because no. they actually go through the numbers. Okay. In the intro, is like the post? forward. It's post-Merlin because... The Merlin ones are like 1 through 24 or something like that? No, no, no. 21 no, no, through 24? No. No, they're not. Because let's go, there's no... Because the Merlin ones are its own series now. But it's not in here. See? Look, there's no... It's not here. It's not here. You're just put, rubbing your titties on me and you're not finding anything. <laughs> it's not here. I, I thought it was there. No, it's uh-huh. not. It's not, hon. Okay. You can get off me. <laughs> you're drunk. You can get off me now. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I oh, we didn't talk about what we pre-gamed on. <laughs> so, we thought, hey, for Monkey March Madness... We need a drink, brass monkeys. Yeah. Uh, there, there's no really one way to make a brass monkey. There's a couple different ones, but I went with the the one that sounded the best to me, which was a shot of dark rum, a shot of vodka, and the rest is orange juice. But we decided to add a little extra sweetness to it. We added a little bit of uh, black cranberry. Yeah. Uh, which Noelle and Weiss brought for uh, this evening's uh, refreshments. Yes. Uh, and it went, it paired really well, and I, th- I thought this brass monkey was pretty dang good. Yeah, it was good. We both had one each, and Sam's currently nursing a... I'm nursing a screwdriver with vanilla vodka. And I'm currently nursing a root beer mixed with a screwball banana uh, dark chocolate whiskey, which I've I've colloquially named the Giggling Gorilla, <laughs> because uh, it, it there's a gorilla on that, on the, uh, what's it called? On the, on the bottle. And it's it's a really good drink. It pairs really well with the root beer. Like, it's a nice little sweet taste. You want to taste of mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you drink yours. I didn't want to put mine too close to mine because it might fizzle a little. Yeah. Right? It, got it a works. bit of the chocolate banana, and mm-hmm. then I got some of the root beer. Mm-hmm. Good mix. It's a it's a surprisingly good mix. You've already had mine, so. Yeah, I've already like had a screwball with uh, vanilla vodka. You mean a screwdriver? Whatever. I was say, it's good, but yep. it's not anything. So my what I was predicting. Oh my god, my computer will not stop asking me this stupid fucking thing. Will you'll need a new app to open? No, I don't. It's right here. It's fine. Uh, what I was personally expecting was if I had to guess the plot of this magic treehouse, the siblings are sent to Africa to make a monk. Oh my god, 
Oh my god, can you just not my laptop? <laughs> I need to just do this on Google Chrome and not on freaking The word uh, processor. My word it... processor. But my word processor is just easier to type on because internet sucks on my laptop. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So if I had to guess, the siblings are sent to Africa to make a monkey's paw for Morgan, but the kids feel bad about poaching and end up getting ripped apart by a silverback. <laughs> that that, <laughs> that would have been better. That would have been better. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about this cover. Uh, it, it, I, I'll describe this one. We have a modest gorilla covering its titties, while the kids look in awe at those giant hands covering those giant, those giant gorilla jugs. I do not have giant hands. <laughs> also, there's a sad gorilla in the background. See, there's a, there's a sad little gorilla in the background, and he's like, "Why can't I show my titties?" Because you don't have the hands, so they don't cover. Like how mine don't. <laughs> they don't, we, see? Sam, they can't see because it's a podcast. I'm saying see to you. I can see your titties whenever I feel like. That's one of the nice things about dating you. I get tit. When I want, not when you want. <laughs> I'm just saying consent is a thing. Alright, Sam. Do you want to read the prologue? And actually, read the foreword as well, actually. There's a little um, uh, foreword. So, dear readers, last year, while my husband Will and I were doing research for, the, for our Magic Treehouse Research Guide on rainforests, we visited the Bronx Zoo in New York. As we passed by the gorilla area, we saw a large gorilla sitting under a tree. She was staring very intently at us. We said hi to her, and she stuck her tongue out at us. I'm convinced she was trying to make us laugh, and we did. In fact, we still laugh whenever we think about that moment. We found out later that the gorilla's name is Patty Cake. I keep the photograph of Patty Cake on my desk... And I feel as if she's a giant, friendly spirit who overlooks all my work. I love more. I love gorillas more than I can say. And I hope that by the time you finish reading Good Morning Gorillas, you'll love them as much as I do. All my best. Mary Pope Osborne. <laughs> you can read her signature there? No. <laughs> you that drunk or you just can't read cursive? Both. <laughs> what I don't know is why I didn't go to the next page instead of the title. Yeah. You, didn't, or like, you mean the cover. The cover. The title. Yeah, the title's there and there, ain't it? Shut up. Yeah, it's called the title page. Shut the fuck up. And you wanted the... The prologue. prologue. As always, every Magic Treehouse starts this way, except for maybe the first one. I honestly skipped it. Well, I mean, you're, you're able to skip it, but our audience would like to know what this plot's about. One summer day in Frog Creek, Pennsylvania, a mysterious treehouse appeared in the woods. <laughs> Why do you say it's so far apart? <laughs> I don't know. You want I, me to read it? No, I'm good. I'm good. Eight-year-old Jack and his seven-year-old sister Annie climbed into the treehouse. They found that it was filled with books. Jack and Annie soon discovered that the treehouse was magic. It could take them to the places in the books. Why are you doing such a ridiculous <laughs> voice now? I don't know. <laughs> All they had to do was point to a picture and wish to go there. While they are gone, no time passes in Frog Creek. Yes. Yes, indeed. Along the way, Jack and Annie discovered that the treehouse belongs to Morgan Le Fay. Morgan is a magical librarian of Camelot, the long-ago kingdom of Arthur. Stop talking down to our audience. <laughs> and that's a baby's reading this book like we were. I'm sorry. You just can't help but do it, can you? She travels through time and space gathering books. In Magic Treehouse books number 5 through 8, Jack and Annie help free Morgan from a spell. In books 9 through 12, they saw four ancient riddles and become master librarians. 
In Magic Treehouse books 13 through 16, Jack and Annie save four ancient stories from being lost forever. In Magic Treehouse 17 through 20, Jack and Annie free a mysterious little dog from magic spell. In Magic Treehouse books 21 through 24, Jack and Annie help save Camelot. In Magic Treehouse books 25 through 28, Jack and Annie learn about different kinds of magic. Why did you have to speak down to our audience continuously? <laughs> I don't know why I had to with that voice. Jack and Annie do this. That's literally the thing. Is it feels like it feels like it's Sonic the Hedgehog comics made by Archie, where they just feel like they're plugging all the previous comics, and they're like, "Fuck you if you didn't read it. It's not our fucking problem, bitch." I, I'm just gonna say it. It's kind of nice when you don't know the overarching plot. Like I'm just gonna say it. That's kind of cool that the the prologue actually has this and explains the arcs at least. She could have just not done that. Yeah, true. Yeah, you gotta give her props. I'm just a little dizzy also. Okay. Mm. Chapter 1, Dark and Rainy. It's 5 a.m. and Jack is awoken by the rain outside. Annie comes into his room and says, Get ready, because this fucking pop-up won't stop popping up on my goddamn laptop. <laughs> and the internet won't open on my fucking laptop. Alright, got it. I got it all on my phone now. Fucking, now I know, because learning's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Andy comes into his room and says, Get ready, we're going out for some magic, bitch. <laughs> Jack reluctantly joins her and they uh, uh, head out to the treehouse. They arrive and find a new book and a message from Morgan. The message reads this, Sam. Do you want to read that or I do can, you want me to? I can read it. I can read it. <laughs> also, Jack not wanting to get up during a rain, like, on a rainy no, morning. No, he, he wanted to get up. No, but he was kind of like, eh, I guess, like... Yeah. Wanting to sleep in on a rainy day is such a mood. Like, I want to sleep in on rainy days. I'd want to sleep in past five. Yeah, fair. Anytime. That's not sleeping in if you're waking up after five. Okay. Do you want me to read the whole letter? Or the just whole the... letter. Dear Annie and Jack, good luck on your second journey to find a special magic. The secret rhyme will guide you. To find a special kind of magic in worlds so far apart. To speak a special language, talk with your hands and heart. Thank you, Morgan. She just said love. No, thank you. It feels like a good passive-aggressive professional email. <laughs> but she's being passive-aggressive. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I don't know. The book is titled An African Rainforest. They both reminisce about one of their previous adventures in the Amazon. Annie then wishes them to the rain African Rainforest, and the treehouse does its thing. And to give credit where credit is due... I like that they talk about their previous adventures and create continuity in the series. Hell, the way they described it was like dangling a carrot in front of a kid with all the excitement they had. They were like, ooh, remember the jaguar? Ooh, remember the ants that almost killed us? I mean, that was pretty cool. It was also kind of great of just Annie to troll Jack, because Jack is obviously like, I don't want to go back there. And she's like, but what about the insects? No. I thought Jack was like that, and then Annie was like, ew. No, I think it was I, the other way around. I, I don't think so. Let's see here. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Uh, I guess she did say, remember the spider and scary ants. And then he's like, yeah, and then she just keeps bringing shit up. And I'm yeah. like, you're trolling at this point, Annie. I was speed reading this, so don't mind me. <laughs> I mean. And you read this today. I read this, like, yesterday. Yeah, that's why I remember, because <laughs> I literally read it under 12 hours ago. So, chapter two, Cloud Forest. The kids find themselves in a mountain rainforest covered in mist-like clouds. Jack starts reading some facts from the book and finds out elephants, water buffalo, Black leopards, which he freaks freaks out at. Kids afraid of black panthers. Racist. <laughs> Wild hogs, antelopes, and gorillas. 
And he's excited about gorillas. And Jack wants to study them like the Melvin he is. <laughs> they start their adventure in the forest and find a weird-looking tree that Jack places the umbrella and flashlight that he brought down so he can draw it. But before he can put any detail, any amount of detail into it, Annie calls to him. He rushes over to her, and they hear branches snapping. Jack pisses himself, thinking it's a black panther. Racist. <laughs> but staring from the bushes is a shaggy little head. And it asks, oh, boo -boo? <clears throat> Chapter 3, Boo Boo. The gorilla keeps saying, oh, boo -boo? And Annie makes friends with her. I thought it would be like a higher pitch because it's a baby. Oh, boo -boo? It would be like, a oh, boo boo? Annie plays with the gorillas. Uh, sorry, plays with the gorilla, which she affectionately names Boo Boo, and Jack studies it. Also, every time Annie says, hey, Boo Boo, hey, hey Boo Boo, I can't help but say it like Logie Bear. <laughs> hey, Boo Boo. You said Logie Bear instead of Yogi Bear. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're Logie. The gorilla acts. The, the gorilla acts like a gorilla, and Annie does what it does. <laughs> That's the worst sentence I've ever I mean, written. I mean, that's literally what it does, though, because it will, like, eat a branch, and she's like, I'm gonna eat a branch. Yeah. When it climbs up, she climbs up. When it eats some bark, she eats some bark. When it decides to swing to another tree, Annie tries and fails to do the same. She snaps her neck upon landing. <laughs> the end. There's a nice picture of this event at the end of the chapter. It made me smile. <laughs> chapter four. Nightmare. Okay, she's not dead, sadly. <laughs> She hasn't broken anything. It starts to rain a bit, and Jack tells Annie that he's going to grab the stuff he put down, and that she needs to stay put. Jack dashes blindly into the forest, and soon gets lost. He calls for Annie and, Haboo-boo! And no one responds. He trips and falls into mud. He crawls under some roots, and decides he'll make camp here for the night, and cries himself to sleep, because this adventure has turned into a nightmare. <laughs> what are you laughing? <laughs> I love you a child's misfortune. Jack's a little bitch. <laughs> Chapter 5, Silverback. You're Jack. So I can laugh. It's easier to laugh when I'm not the one that's having to crawl under under brutes. And... That's fair. Chapter 5, Silverback. A boo-boo. The gorilla wakes Jack up the next morning. Boo-boo takes Jack to where the gorillas and Annie are sleeping. Jack tries to head towards Annie, but he awakens the Silverback. Jack, being a dumbass, picks up a stick, but nearly shoots himself when it growls at him. The gorilla slowly comes towards Jack, but Jack keeps taking a step back when the gorilla takes a step forward. Fun fact, stand your ground with gorillas and never look a silverback in the eyes. You got, you, if you run away, they will chase you. If you just stand your ground, they won't do anything. But look away. Like, don't look Always at it. Always look away. Don't. When Jack can't go any further, he tries to talk with the silverback, but that just pisses the ape off. And he shows off his dominance. Jack hides and waits for the gorilla to kill him. Chapter 6. Good morning, gorillas. <laughs> this chapter starts with an amazing out-of-context moment. Sam, can you please read page 36's first sentences uh, as I pull it up for you? Here we go. Actually, you know what? I want to read it. You're too drunk. The pounding ended. There was <laughs> silence. Dot, dot, dot. A long silence. <laughs> That's some good out of context right there. Pounding ended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I lost my chapter part. Here we go. Jack grabs the book and reads more on gorillas. The book says this. Oh my god. I, didn't write, I, can, I, I, can, didn't, I didn't write down the page number, I, but it shouldn't be too far away from what I just said. I, I can do it. I'm yeah. not too drunk. Okay, here you go. You know what to read. To safely get... <laughs> 
Oh, Shut up. Uh, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> Not in the gills. To safely get close to gorillas in the wild, it's wise to act like a gorilla yourself. Crouch down and rest on your knuckles like a gorilla. Keep your head down and act friendly. I think the keep your head down is the only thing I would listen to it. Yeah, because I feel like they don't really care. Well, and like what the friendly isn't. I, I don't know for gorillas, but I know for some chimps, like, showing your teeth is an act of aggression. That, yeah, it's the same thing with gorillas, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it's you, most apes, I think. You want to not flash Except your teeth. Except for maybe orangutans. Because orangutans are just chill no matter what. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They can still fuck your shit up, though. Oh, yeah, oh, for, for sure. They, they're they master lockpicks. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, there was this one orangutan that uh, learned how to lockpick so well, he let all of his friends out, <laughs> and then he locked himself back in to be like, I didn't do it. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah. He... It was a very smart Give, give that man the $10,000. Ape Escape. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I think that's actually what Ape Escape's based on. That's him just being like, fuck you. Nah. Ultimate oh. troll. So Jack does what the book tells him to, and the gorillas call him out for cultural appropriation. <laughs> Jack moves towards Annie on all fours. He wakes her up and all the gorillas are staring at them. Annie name drops the book. <laughs> Come on, you gorillas. Imagine she sounds like that. Come on. She, she just sounds like uh, Uncle, Uncle Grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. Jinx. I said yeah afterwards. Damn it. So, <laughs> Chapter 7, Eating Out, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I thought that too, blah, honestly. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Want I some said... bananas, apes? <laughs> she can't. You can't with that one. I don't want to get it up my nose. Is that fair? Annie was not aware that she was sleeping next to gorillas. Boo Boo had just led her there in the dark last night. A couple of toddler gorillas come over to Annie, and she tickles them, and Jack gets jealous like Sam whenever a dog likes me more. Yeah, so? <laughs> See, you're Jack. <laughs> the gorillas move out... And Annie wants to follow them, but Jack is reluctant in joining until Boo Boo holds out her hand for him. Aww. The gorilla f- gorillas find food and start eating. Annie and Boo Boo play while Jack takes note on the gorillas, which the big guy doesn't seem to like. Jack pretends to act like a gorilla to calm him down. One of the mother gorillas then feeds Jack some berries and rainwater and then starts grooming him as well. Jack now feels more part of the gorilla troop. Also, I put with the, uh, because at one point, like, he kind of, like, not really, ch- I guess, chuff for, like, like do the yeah kind of thing. And I was like, that's just Gorilla for nerd. Yeah. With nerd. a silver back. Melvin. That, uh, like, fucking Melvin. I also really like the picture of the mom gorilla feeding Jack. Yeah. Because the mom gorilla has a, this look on her face of, like, you'll like this ecstasy kid. <laughs> like, she's giving him some drugs. Chapter 8. A special language. We're almost done, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's not long It, it at is all. ten chapters. Yeah. How many fucking pages, not including the fucking fun facts, is this fucking I story? I didn't read the fun facts to me. I didn't either. 71 pages. 71 pages. This this may be the shortest one. Like, I don't remember how long, um, what's it called? Uh, Godzilla and My Homework is, but I think it might be around the same. Yeah, it's The book's say. right there, but I'm not getting up. I'm tired. I, I I'm don't not, trust yeah, myself. Yeah, I don't trust you either. You're gonna spill my drink. I'm gonna trip on the cord, spill your drink, probably faceplant into the transformer you just bought. Ooh, nice. You know, okay. I, I have a plan. okay. Do it, Sam. No, <laughs> I don't want to faceplant into the transformer. Okay. The gorillas finish eating and set up for nap time. A mom gorilla even makes Jack and Annie a bed. Jack then pulls out the book once more 
and reads aloud for Annie on page 51, Sam, if you if you don't mind. Then. I don't mind. Okay. Um... I feel like Peter Griffin with that one library thing. <laughs> what? Where he's reading at the library drunk. Okay. And they're like, sir, sir. And then they like start chasing him and he starts reading. Reading even faster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't be ashamed of your hand, Johnny Tremaine. You still live in exciting times. Oh, crap. Sir, do you know how loud you were reading? The life of a silversmith's apprentice was not an easy one. <laughs> Gorillas are very smart. A captive gorilla named Coco has even learned sign language. Sign language is a special language used by people who cannot hear. Coco can say... And then uh, Annie interrupts him and brings up the poem from earlier about using your heart and hands for a special language. Annie then shows how she knows how to sign I love you in sign language and throws up the horns and teaches the gorilla, baby gorillas how to do so. It's not the horns because the thumb's out. No, the horns can include the thumb out. So you can do I love you as the horns? Yeah. Oh, cool. I was about to say Dio did it that way, and the, uh, what's it called, the singer from Coven did it that way as well. Because I remember my mom was like, no, you must always have the thumb out. The th- You mean thumb in? Or, no, because like, I would do the thumb out. Okay. Or I did the thumb in once for something, and she's like, no. Gotcha. That's bad. Uh, I mean, older rock stars do thumb in. I know, I think Gene Simmons is the one who popularized the thumb in. Then there's Longhorns. Yes, there's Longhorns. Then there's Llama. Yep. <laughs> and there's a nice picture of Annie sh- throwing up the horns and the gorillas doing the same thing. Heavy metal gorillas. Yeah. Uh, after teaching the babies the language, the two gorillas start play fighting with Jack. Jack runs into the forest for some Malvin reason. <laughs> the gorillas follow. Jack hides behind a tree and scares Boo Boo and Boo Boo is traumatized. Oh, Boo-Boo. And Annie has to console her. <laughs> I just said it with all Boo Boo. Yes, you did, Sam. Yes, you did. Oh, you feel nice and cool. <laughs> Jack and, and Boo Boo make up in time for a Black Panther to appear. The kids and gorillas are scared, but Jack gets an idea. He shits in his hands and throws it at the <laughs> Black Panther and saves the day. That would have been better. Okay, he starts acting like the silverback had acted towards him and starts thrashing about, and this scares the leopard away. Go, Jack. You know my one thing is when I saw that, though? Hmm. And I'm like, the one thing is, is like a silverback is fucking huge. Yeah. Jack is like an eight-year-old boy. I feel like it's, it might freak out the cat because it's like, oh my God, what is it doing? Yeah. You know? But I'm like, it's still not, because one of the things I've heard for like big cats is to make yourself bigger. Yeah, make yourself bigger. get smaller and move around. Sadly, the picture looks more like Jack is trying to seduce the leopard. <laughs> and the leopard is confused at Jack's <laughs> on all fours action. <laughs> Chapter nine. <laughs> Snorting Sam's Caraway Gorillas. Okay, chapter nine. Goodbye, gorillas. The silverback appears and gets the younglings. He also shows a stern dad pride in Jack and pats him on the forehead. Uh, the kids decide it's time to leave and they say their goodbyes to the gorillas by waving at them. The silverback throws up the horns and the kids are in shock but throw the horns back at him. The kids slowly grab their things and head towards the treehouse and then eventually head home. You gonna stop there? Sorry. <laughs> Chapter 10, A Special Magic. The kids are back home in Frog Creek, and Jack unpacks a twig one of the gorillas gave him and says this will be proof to Morgan that they found magic on their adventure. The magic of family or some shit. Oh boy. Thanks, a fucking stick. A fucking twig, you little fucking twat. I could have gone this way after there. They said the magic of all animals. Yeah. And I'm like, that's... That's, that's a stretch. That, that's a stretch. That's was, a big stretch. I was thinking the magic of, like, un, 
Love. Yeah, magic Get a bit of animal love. It's a magic gun. That's not the, the power of love. That's the power of love, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you think of this book, hon? It's fine. Did you have any notes? Do you have any notes that you, that, you, know, you didn't go over? Um, let me see. <laughs> so many notes. I mean, it is a short book. I can't bash you. So... One of the things when Annie's mimicking, I'm like, Annie, honey, you're not a monkey. You're going to die. <laughs> so your dad was when she swung and broke her neck. Yeah. Gorillas are proof that shyness does not equal passiveness. Yes. Because when they're like, oh, they're shy, I'm like, they still can fucking murder you. Yes. Um, it's kind of like me. I'm a very shy individual until I get to know you. Yeah. Honestly, same. Like, I'm pretty... Yeah. I remember my, my parents when they were like, Sam's really quiet in class. And my mom's like... Who the fuck are you talking it's, about? It's funny. I've grown to be more shy as I got older, honestly. I'll have... It depends who I'm with and yeah. what we're talking about. I said, Jack, you're not as big. He will wreck your shit when he's starting to do the gorilla thing. Cause... Yeah. And then when Jack's like, I don't want to leave, but we have to. I'm like, I too would rather stay with the gorillas than engage in late stage capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I'd like to chill with the gorillas in the mist. Yeah. Uh, That's mainly it, because I didn't have much, because it's one of those just not much to... Yeah, there really isn't that much. It's 71 pages. Like, it's well it's it's well written enough. Like, it's, there's it's, no... It's still, like, like we said with the previous Magic Treehouse, and I told Sam this earlier, but, like, when you've read one Magic Treehouse, you've kind of read them all. Like, this one doesn't have the problem of Annie being that Mary Sue that she is, like, the last one we read. Yeah. But... Like, and I have to give credit where credit is due. I think Jack actually was kind of badass in this one yeah. at the very end. But uh, let, me, let me read my review real quick before anything else. I like this one more than the previous book, but only because of the whole Annie not being a Mary Sue. Its biggest flaw, though, was it felt like they didn't really do anything or learn anything in the book. Like, yeah, Jack may have scared off the leopard, but maybe if he was being bullied at school to show him needing to get the courage or something... That would have made it more of an interesting plot point. It would actually tie it in well. Yeah. This book felt like a whole lot of nothing. It was short and sweet and to the point. It just didn't feel like it taught the audience anything in, in a moral sense. Or another thing that could work with, again, like using a language that surpasses barriers is yeah. something kind of similar where they might not be able to communicate with someone well or yeah, something like that where they might not be able to do... I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like the the language barrier between a human and gorilla makes sense. No, I'm I, saying more like with like a real life thing. Like, that they you're not... do they do plenty of that. She wanted to have gorilla book. Gorilla book. Yes, gorilla book. Monkey book. Yeah, I I gave this one a lower score than the previous Magic Treehouse. I gave this one a three out of five because it feels like the same shit. But it is it's well written, but it feels like more of the same. It's three gorillas cupping its tits out of five for me. I, I give it three out of five as well, honestly. Like, yeah. it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with it in the, like, technical sense. Yeah. It's just... I, I said this earlier to Sam of, like, it, it feels just the same. It's it's literally, like, there's nothing that, like, there's not a lot of danger in this. Like, even the one chapter that had danger of the Black Leopard didn't feel that dangerous. Yeah. They solved it immediately. There was no real threat. And I felt like there was no good real world... like. I feel like that might be the problem with this. It's too short that for its own good, and there's no good, like, tie-in with the real world. Like, she could easily tie in the problems of these kids in a real-world sense yeah. with the adventures they have. But I feel like she doesn't want to do that because she doesn't want to... She just wanted to have fun, silly adventures, which is and, fair. Yeah, I was going to say. Know, it's, it's good escapism for kids. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't want to be a bullied kid in every book, but at the same time, it's like, this is, this is, I mean, it's, it's just, what's it called? It's, um, escapism at its best. Yeah. It, it's, it's white children escapism. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it in that sense of like, there's nothing like, I wouldn't, if my nephew were to like start reading it, I wouldn't be like, oh God. Yeah. Why are I you mean, having hey, that's that? a good That's a good one to read when you're young. Yeah. Like it's a, and I'm, I'm looking at it as, as an adult and I feel like I, I'm just repeating myself from the, from the previous Magic Treehouse. Like I can't prove it because I, I, that was a couple months ago. I don't remember. We are exactly not the intended audience. Like, yeah, I said, I even said about the previous one. We're not the intended. That's the thing with Drunken Book Club. We're not the intended audience. But at the same time, it's fun to review a book when you're drunk. I, th- I think one of the things that, like, differentiates when you talked about, like, Godzilla ate my homework. Yeah. Is I at least feel like this one. I don't know. Like, that one just At least felt... the kids aren't shit. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, like... the problem with, like, anything written by Marsha, whatever, from the... She's the one who did the Bailey School Kids and Godzilla ate my homework. All the time... She only writes kids that are complete fucking assholes. Like, well, that kid was just dumb as shit, because he would be like, yeah. I'm gonna put this guinea pig next to some papers. I hope it doesn't eat him. And then the guinea pig does no, what no, it does no, no, no. and eats it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no. Why did it eat the papers? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the nice things about Magic Treehouse is that the kids aren't fucking idiots. They're kind of dull and kind of boring, but at least they're not fucking idiots. Well, I feel like it's kind of a Bella Swan problem of why they're so dull and boring. Yeah. Of you want to be able to be like, I'm Jack, I'm Annie. Yeah. Kind of they, thing. They really are just proxies. They're, you're supposed to want to put yourself in them. They're a good way to be an avatar into it yeah. without having to without yourself. Cause, and not give a lot of personality. And that's I feel like that's why they she can put like the bully thing. She can't. Yeah. You can't put yourself in there if you're not really bullied or anything. And yeah. sometimes you don't want to see a bullied character, and I get yeah. that. Like, well, and I, also, that. I mean, that's an old fucking trope in every Goosebumps. Like, almost every Goosebumps book has a bully, and it's fucking old after a while. Yeah, I'm like, oh, here's the bully. Oh, look, he's got to make a threat. Yeah. But I feel like the... I mean, if, if we had to say any book series is the best of, like... The four main ones that we've read. We've read a, goose, we've read a couple Goosebumps, we've read a couple Animorphs, we've read a couple of these, Hang the Cow Dog, and uh, Bailey School Kids... I feel like Animorphs has the best kids in general because they're not like that's the thing they they're not supposed to be you because like I feel like that's the problem with all the others is that everyone feels like you have to be like these kids they're they're trying to be you want to put yourself in their shoes and there's just blank slates for the most part. Well, I think Animorphs does really well with you might relate to one of the kids more than anyone else. Exactly. But you're not going. But they but also. But you're not all of them. Yeah, you're not like oh I'm every kid at once. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I think Animorphs fucking succeeds. And, uh, like, with Goosebumps, it's just, like, you're always a protagonist kid. Yeah, pretty much. Like, regardless of which one you're Like, there's really no big personality to them. They're like, I'm a kid, and my life sucks for, like, a a small kid problem. Like, not small to them, but, like, not a huge Um, adversity. it's, it's, It's that little rascal song. Little people with little problems. I don't know how the words go. I don't know. But yeah, it's just one of those. Drop the song. Thanks, Chris. And then, well, and I feel like Bailey School Kids kind of does the Burger King kids. Yeah. Where they're just like, we're just going to throw a bunch of kids in and just like scatter shut. You'll, you'll identify with one of them because you've got <gasps> the dickhead kid. I mean, he's the only one with any personality. Yeah. Fucking redheaded 
Randall lookalike is the <laughs> only one with any personality. The others are kind of just dull in there. I, I literally lost track of one of them. I was like, wait, which kid is this? Yeah. Like, I get Melody and the other graphic stuff. I don't even know her name. Well, because the two boys, there's the asshole kid and the non-asshole kid. Yeah, the one who's kind of cool. Yeah, and then there's two girls, which are there. Yeah, and they're very plain. They're very They're like, boring. don't do the dickhead thing. And the boy's one of like... Them, one of them is kind of a dickhead, but not as big as a big one is Eddie. Yeah, you're not like... I'm so... I'm, I hate, I'm ashamed of myself for knowing his Eddie. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the name, so... Yeah. But... And then... Well, and I think Animorphs is also aimed at a slightly older age than... I think Goosebumps and Animorphs have the same age group, though. Well, I was going to say then, like, Bailey School Kids yeah. and Magic Treehouse. So, if anything, Bailey School Kids and Magic Treehouse can kind of be combined together in that kind of group. Yeah. Because they both have, like, almost the same amount of page count, and they both have pictures. Well, and Animorphs has, I think... It has a longer word count than Goosebumps, if I remember correctly. Uh, not too much. They're both around the same amount of pages. But also, because like, it's serialized, so there's like 30, there's so many books. Yeah. You have the ability to make nuance and make characters go through things. Versus... That you don't have through one-shots. Well, I remember four Monster Bloods, and they never grew past beyond that. True, but... <laughs> beyond Evan showing a little bit of fucking PTSD... I feel like R.L. Stein is all, at that point with some of them was just like, I'm just trying to fucking get, like, yeah, he's, he's like, I just want to make some money. I just, I was told to make this many bucks and I'm fucking, I'm making this many bucks. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like with that. I'm with you on that one. <sighs> like, he didn't necessarily want to make like maybe three or four. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, R.L., I mean, he openly admits that he wanted to be a comedy writer before anything else. But horror sold. Yeah. I mean, he got, yeah, I was about to say, he got pulled into writing young adult horror. So, but yeah, I, I think if anything, Bailey School Kids is the one that, to compare it between the two, and I think the characters of Magic Tree are definitely better than the Bailey School Kids. I can at least tell, I can at least remember, like, Jack and Annie through broad personality strokes, besides dickhead yeah. and non-dickhead. I, I mean, can, can you really? Can you give me a personality trait of either of the kids? Annie tends to be more, like, outgoing and more excited to do stuff, whereas Jack is like, I guess I'll come along. So reserved and outgoing. Yeah. I'm not so, saying they're I know, deeps. it's not great. I'm saying but it's just I mean, more yeah, besides, like... At least like, they do have personalities. Besides, Eddie, don't be a dickhead. I'm be a dickhead. Eh, eh, fuck you. I mean, like, he's basically the Cartman of the he group. He is the Cartman of the group. <laughs> no one likes him, but they're still friends with him for whatever reason. It's because they they live so close together that, that and they're the only friends, and no one else likes them. Yeah. That's the fucking reason. It's when you go to middle school, you're able to abandon that one friend that no one liked. And you can be like, yeah, we didn't, no one really cared about him. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Cartman. Fuck you. I'm sorry, are you okay? I'm okay. I didn't mean it to be like that. <laughs> I know. I you're not the, you're not the Eddie. <laughs> I you're was th- in middle school, Aww. apparently, because... Well, I hate to say you did have bad friends. That is true. I was about to say, you're kind of a good person. They're kind of assholes. Yeah. Maybe you're better off. Yeah. Maybe you're the better person. Still hurt, though. <laughs> yeah, I can get that. I'm sorry, still. <laughs> Who would have guessed that we would have had some tears on the Drunken Book Club on Good Morning Gorillas? Good Morning Gorillas! Uh, the forecast says Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla. So, do we have any gorilla-based um, media that we might recommend, or even books... Um, out there if you're interested in gorillas i know i can't remember the name of the book and i'm too like i don't even know if i have it here ivan the terrible Mm, it wasn't ivan the terrible the terrific 
I think so. I don't remember. That was that one movie, though, wasn't yeah. it? It was also a book series by the writer of Animorphs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I like her writing enough to maybe recommend the books, even though I've never read them. The movie was a little tweet from my taste. A little. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it was very down the middle. We are not the target audience. Yeah, again, it's not the target audience. But Brian Cranston was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say. It's yeah. just not, again, it's just not my if, thing. If I got anything to recommend, at least for an adult audience, go read or watch Congo. I would say, like, you know what it makes me think of in a way? Huh. Because I was thinking about it, and it's a weird train of thought, because I was thinking gorillas. Yeah. And I have a, like, graphic novel that's about, like, primate, specifically, like, mainly female primate studiers. Okay. Including Jane Goodall. Because yeah. she's, like, the big. Yeah, she's the big one. And then I thought Wild Thornberries. Hey, that's, yeah, there's a good, there's I, a good Gorillas episode, if I'm not mistaken. Well, and she even is like, Darwin shouldn't be fucking living with you. This is, yeah. like, he shouldn't be wearing pants, like, you were not No, taking... that's a chimpanzee episode. Oh, yeah, but still. There is a good Gorilla episode, if I remember correctly. But yeah, Jane uh, Goodall. Chris, uh, drop it right here. Thank you. Uh, an editor's note by uh, Christopher L. Rubel. Uh, the, the episode I think I was thinking of is called Valley Girls. It's a season one episode. Um, I, I haven't watched it in quite some time. I haven't watched Wild Thornberries in quite some time. I might, uh, I mean, I have, I have the rest of the day off. Maybe I'll watch a couple Wild Thornberries episodes while I uh, put a heating bag on my, on my back because it hurts. I'm old. I'm in pain. Okay, bye. Well, I think that one book was good. I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drunk, so I'm not going to remember. Like, yeah, Is that the, fair to say? Don't bring it up. If I got to bring it up, you know what you can do? Watch old videos of Coco interacting with people. Like, the one where she interacts with Mr. Rogers or Robin Williams will make you tear up. Because that shit is so fucking wholesome. Yeah. Like, ah, I miss Coco the Gorilla as much as I miss Robin Williams and Mr. Rogers. Miss them all three. Yep. I and miss the tit-grabbing gorilla. <laughs> Didn't he grab, like... She loved she grabbing grab... gorilla. She, gorilla. She, she loved saying nipple. She loved <laughs> boobs. Like, that gorilla was, like, a pervert. And Robin Williams thought it was the funniest shit, too. Yeah, because he had a hairy gorilla chest. And she's yeah, like, so she's <laughs> like, grab titty. Yeah. I mean, she I mean she got sexual harassment suits on her. Oh, wow. Did you not know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, there's lawsuits against Coco the gorilla. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for joining us this week on Drunken Book Club. If you enjoyed what you heard, hey, like, subscribe, rate us wherever you're listening to us. It really does mean a lot. You can do it on Spotify for free. It means a lot. Uh, and you, hey, you know what's even better? If you really want to support us, a dollar a month on Patreon unlocks everything on our Patreon at patreon.com slash speaking of which. You get a bonus episode every week. You get these episodes up early. I upload them on Monday versus having to wait till Friday. Uh, I upload bonus content along with, you know, cut for time stuff, session zeros of Let's Role Plays, and anything that might just get cut, which I think I said already, but I'm drunk. And anything else that I might release on there. I, I might even start releasing some of my short stories on there for people to read, yeah. if you're so ex inclined to read. And also part of the Patreon, uh, you get a shout out every week. Uh, this one's a shout out to our patron, Trey, at Yertosaurus. Thank you as always. Uh, and make sure to follow us on our social networks, mostly on twitter.com slash SOW underscore podcast. Uh, I, I like to think I'm funny. I, I mean, I got a pretty popular 700 likes thread about Goosebumps and Simpsons. Yeah. It was decent enough, I guess. I tried doing the same thing with Bailey School Kids, and I quit after a while because it was too fucking hard. <laughs> it was really hard. 
And yeah, that's where you can follow me because I don't really use social media except for on SOW underscore podcast because, I don't know, it's, it's my main account now. Sam? You can find me on Twitter primarily at Berserker Rose. Yes. And Sam, what song should we go off on? I feel like we should go off on a Gorillaz song. All right. I'm always down for a Gorillaz song. I don't, I don't know what song, but... Uh, Clint Eastwood, since it goes... That works. Eh, I don't care. I'll put a Gorillaz song. I like what, the Gorillaz. Whatever. I just thought that would be fitting, in a, and, they're good, and they're a good band. Yeah, I do. Re- I rather enjoy the Gorillaz. So, Joe yeah. really likes the Gorillaz. I know. You, did, did I ever tell you what he called the Gorillaz for the longest time? Hmm. Gorillaz E. And then he also called it Demon Days instead of Demon Days. <laughs> I never... I just thought he was kidding for the longest time. I'm like, going to chalk he, it up to dyslexia. Yeah. Because, like, my dad will do similar shit where I'm like, where did you get this? But Demon Day... It's Demon! I don't know. Damon. I mean, Damon I've done days. the same shit with certain things. Like, I pressed Voltaire fucking weird for a while. Voltaire? Something like that. <laughs> Voltorp. You pronounce it Voltorp for some reason. I didn't go that far. Yeah, I know. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you know-